0: Hello, and welcome to the premiere edition of Rantomisters. My name is Ben, and this is the place to hear about what makes a person tick, and what really grinds their gears. A place where they can rant about it, but also to have a bit of a laugh about it too. They do say it's good to get things off your chest, after all. Now, usually we'd have a guest on to have a bit of a chat, a chinwag, and a laugh about really what makes them tick, a bit of banter, About the ranter, if you will. However, as this is the first episode, I thought I would go through a few things that make me tick. And that I want to rant about. And I will also be the first victim of the mystery balls. But we will get to those in due time. The first topic of conversation to rant about will be pet peeves. Now I have quite a lot of pet peeves. Quite a lot of things annoy me. But hey, I can only pick one. Now, before I explain my pet peeve, I must really describe myself. I'm a 35-year-old, married father of one, and I enjoy life. I would consider myself pleasantly plump, rotund. It's easy to explain that my pet peeve are slim and skinny fit clothes. I don't understand them. I don't think I ever have understood them you just go around and you see these folks who look like they've got their legs wrapped in cling film what good is this doing cutting your circulation off to your legs Just and then they wear, they wear them so low cut or they look like oh yeah I'm like a football player with skinny fit shirts and skin tight and things no mate, no absolutely not pull your jeans up if I want to see a manhole I'll go and look at a drain cover I don't want to see your nipples either you can keep your raspberries to yourself. And that's all you see in shops. Shops do not cater for the rotund turn. I'm at a point in life where I have to order my things from Giacomo. I mean, come on. I can't go in shops. Oh, it's really annoying. It's really annoying. And then you see these people strut around designer clothes. No. Designer clothes don't cater for the chunky. They should. But they don't. I like loose-fitting tops. I like boot-cut jeans. I like shorts, chino shorts. Normal, regular cut. You cannot find them anymore. I once tried to find a normal shirt for work in my local Asta. Yes, I shop for clothes at Asta. I had to ask someone where they were on the shelf. They looked at me as if I'd fallen out of a tree. I don't like it. Oh, no, I don't know where that is, sir. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. You're in your tight polo shirt, no, no. And now it's everywhere. What makes it worse is I have a four-year-old son. He's about to start school. So I've been shopping for school uniform. They sell slim fit school trousers for four-year-olds. I mean, what is the world coming to with this? People just want to look normal. I don't wanna look around like I'm all on display. Oh, no, 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 not for me at all. It's just all wrong. If I tried to squeeze myself into a skinny fit shirt, I'd look like a half used tube of toothpaste. To paraphrase Woodhouse, I would have more curves than a scenic railway. N- no. I know, check me out with the modern references there referencing P.G. Woodhouse. He's an author, amazing. Check it out, kids. Google or Audible, whatever you need to do. Find them on Amazon. Just do some reading. You remember reading. It's beautiful. But yes, skinny fit and slim fit clothes make me feel very, very uncomfortable. Which leads me on to my second point of ranting about, which is something about everyday life that I hate, particularly in the weather we've recently had here, where it's been stupidly hot, and that's sweating. Like I said, I'm a rotund gentleman. I like to go out, and I sweat profusely in the stupid heat. And it's just, it's just it just makes you feel rubbish. It makes you feel uncomfortable. It means you go through about three t-shirts in a day. I oh, just, no, man. What's the point in it anyway? You don't lose weight from it. Everyone says, oh yeah, you sweat it out. Play sports in the, in the hot weather. You lose weight. No, you don't. You make yourself feel more uncomfortable and feel more horrible. And what's you gain out of it? You end up getting so hot, you have to sit in the shade. It's hot in the shade. You then go out in the sun, you get sunstroke. And you're ill. What's the point? Stay indoors with fans and where cold things are but don't do like some people do when they had to issue a warning about stupid people in the hot weather pushing ice lollies in various orifices of their body. People take it too far the other way. Yes, it can get hot. And yes, you can feel uncomfortable and sweaty. But do you really want a calippo up there? No. I mean, imagine the 999 call for people who say, oh yeah, sorry, Monobly Bobbly's got lost. No. That's not a way to go really is it? Come on. The other thing we're going out for me when it's very very hot and I obviously sweat is we go out as a family, my wife and my son and he's of the age where we still take a backpack. So I wear the backpack on my back and when we come out for wherever we are, park or whatever, I take the backpack off and you got the wonderful white marks. It looks like someone has tipexed my arms back on or something like that use the weird white i just it just looks so unappealing and gross oh i just want to get rid of it really any if if anyone has any tips to stop sweating please let me know you can tweet me directly at twitterisms of ben you can tweet the show at rantermeisters i'm interested send me some helpful tips just to stop feeling horrible that'd be great Anyway, that went a bit dark all of a sudden, a bit gloomy. I need to brighten it up now. So, as I say, usually, and in future episodes, we will have a guest here, and the next element is a bit of a surprise. So I have a box with 50 numbered table tennis balls in it. There, see, real balls, load of balls. And I made 50 topics, and I'm going to pick one. The person who we have guests in the future won't know what. I want an anecdote, a story, a rant, just something about a mystery topic? And it can be anything. There are some pretty left-field topics here, I'm not going to lie. If it's a story about something that's angered you in the past about the topic, I want to know about it. If it's just a funny story in general, I want to know about it. We're here to have fun. So, I'm going to pick a ball. Now, I know what the topics are, obviously, but I don't know which one I'm going to pick. So, I have picked ball number 43. And that topic is birds. Now, anyone could have an opinion about birds. I'm not talking women, I'm talking... You know, the flying creatures, it could be. Someone could pick ball 43 in the future and have a bit of a rant about women, but that's not the sort of playground I'm offering here. We need to be nice, we need to be funny. So birds. Um, Wow, I really should have thought some of these topics through before uh, actually going through with it. Now, where could you start? You could start with pigeons. Pigeons are pretty annoying because even when you've just washed your car it doesn't matter which car park space you pick you know even if there's not a tree nearby that space you know it's going to be one where there's a pigeon that will do its business all over your freshly cleaned car because it's always the way it could be oh see I could go for seagulls I mean I I, I grew up uh, on the Kent coast and there were seagulls the size of rugby balls there and they had Bloomin' vicious. You can't walk along any promenade, even when I'm on holiday in Cornwall, you see people being attacked by seagulls. You could've thought, yeah, I really fancy that ice cream, or that sausage roll, or those chips. Seagull, phoom, they have it off, her. Angry little buggers. No, I'm not gonna pick seagulls. I am gonna tell you about a story, about a time where I was judged by a duck. Now, I'm I'm still mentally scarred from this, I swear. So, how many years ago was this? Probably five years ago now. And I used to walk into work and I had to walk through, uh, sort of a built up area near college, walk through that to town. And at one point I had to walk down these concrete steps. Now this particular day, it was raining and I walked down these steps and there's a duck pond near the steps. As I got to the bottom step, I stood on the wrong part of my foot. And I knew that I was going to fall over. And it wasn't going to be graceful either. It's not like a, a big sort of thump, I have fallen. It was a... I mean, I've made a dramatic scene out of it, I swear. So I seem to be falling, oh no. And then, boom, I'm on the floor. And I realise it's a wet morning. The ground is wet. I am face down on the ground, having fallen incredibly dramatically. I mean, if the Academy were there, I this, this is Oscar-nominated stuff, I swear. So I'm on the ground, and I'm thinking, I need to get up now. I need to get up cool. I need to act like the Fonz, that like nothing bad's happened. And I put both my hands on the ground and push up. As I push up and put my face up in the air, I am face to face with a duck and this has always bugged me that duck was swimming on the pond and it saw me flail about like some slowly deflating balloon falling to the ground waddled over I'd like to think it was coming to check on me but you know full well he was saying look at this prat he's waddled over I think you are an absolute spoon. And it was just that fleeting moment as I, to, to quote black books, looked into the eye of a duck. And then it walked off as if to say, no, I'm going back to the pond now to tell all my mates what a wally you are. I can always hear him quacking to each other. Quacks of judgment. As if to say, his mate, who's called Gary now, I've decided to say, Gary good. did you see that, see that Wally he fell over, he did and then, the, you know, the football chance start and I just had the rest of the day in shame that I was being judged by ducks oh, that's a bad moment in my life I should have really carried on talking about pigeons, but you know the duck story's in the ether now ducks can't stand them and there you go I think I've done that quite well in terms of a mystery topic. We'll see in the future how our guests cope with the mystery balls. Right, moving on from my traumatic experiences with ducks and general you know, bird creatures. uh, I need to talk about something else. I think that's good. I think we need to move on from the trauma of the ducks. Now, people in general can be quite annoying. Now, I do a lot of walking around, as I said. And even at work, I walk around at lunchtime and I spot people. Now, sometimes I've seen in the past a lot of nutters. There's a lot of nutters where I live. I mean, there's a person I saw try to pick a fight with a tree and lost. Uh, A man drinking rosé wine from the bottle and shouting at ducks, understandably shouting at ducks, vicious creatures. But the sort of people I want to moan about are the people who stand at pedestrian crossings. But don't push the button to change the lights. I mean, they're not entitled people. They're not. I mean, you push the button to wait for the green man. As a parent, that's a very important thing to teach your kids to wait for the green man. But if you're that louche about how you operate at a crossing, you think, no, I'm the bigger person here. All these two-time vehicles, they can wait for me. But you could be, I mean, you could be waiting there for ages. If you go at certain times of the day. Why wouldn't you push the button? The button is there to help you cross the road. And it's when these people have kids and pushing, pushing, push chairs. And you think, just, they're not going to stop for you, mate. Just because you sat there. And you think, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the phone, I'm wearing my North Face coat. No, that doesn't mean you have... Power over the button. The button has a use. People will now say, oh, well, yeah, see, they're on timers, aren't they? They're on timers. They know when there's cars and when there's not. It doesn't work like that, does it? Let's face it. Why would you not push the button? The button has been installed there. You are denying that button its rights. Yeah. I hope that next time you stand at a crossing, and you think, no, I am not going to allow that button to fulfill its destiny. Yeah, you have a, you have a good hard look at yourself. You're going to, hopefully, people listening to this now will be more inclined to push the button at level crossings when they're there now. Yeah, you know who you are. But anyway, I'm not here to rant about those sort of people in general. I'm here to rant about some light things. I mean, people can be annoying, entitled people can be annoying. But the next topic I want to rant about. ...concerns not only the general public, but also me. I want to rant about me. And it's something related to entertainment. Now one form of entertainment I like, I like to go to the cinema. I like to watch quite a lot of films. We live in a streaming age, yes, but I still like to go to the cinema every now and then. And my favourite sort of films recently have been Marvel films. Now everybody knows, at a Marvel film, you do not leave the cinema until after the credits. It's an unwritten rule. You know there's gonna be something there, one or two scenes, something. So when you sat through a Marvel film, as I have been in the past, and you see people leave before the credits, and you think, mortals, what are you doing? You're missing out. I know what's coming. You're leaving. What's wrong with you? Have you got a bus to catch? You should get a later bus. You know there's something. But this backfires. See, this backfires when you can wait hours through those credits. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who wait on those movies. And, I mean, and do a great job. But then... For instance, the most recent Avengers film, there was no scene. There was a sound effect. And that makes me think, am I the wrong person here? I'm judging myself now. I've already been judged by ducks. Now I'm judging myself. I've waited all this time. Maybe those people knew. Maybe those people had seen the movie already, and they knew there was just a sound effect. They're probably laughing at me thinking, those people think they know everything about Marvel films. It's me that's wrong. It's general audience of Marvel films that are annoying. Yes, they're there to appreciate the film. Understandably so. But the credits have their own life of their own. And now it's reached its own thing. You stay for the, There could be a ten second clip of Charlie's Theron as, an, as a superhero you never even heard of. You don't know who he is. When Thanos first appeared, I had no clue. I don't read comic books. I thought I've waited all that time to see a person who looks like an angry Ribena Berry in a yellow shower cap. That didn't make me feel good. That made me feel like a Wally. But then at least I'd seen it, unlike the people who walked out beforehand. So what I'm trying to say is, people who go and see Marvel films, all are wrong in how they approach it. Just watch the film. And then, yeah, you could always read about the credits later. Unless it's something absolutely incredible that you know that's coming, that's been highlighted in the press or something like that. It's just all fairly pointless now, really, isn't it? Anyway, moving on. As I said, this is the first episode, so it's a little bit new to me, and I'm just going to talk. and You're learning more about me in the process as well. Usually these would be about half an hour, I reckon, of talking about various topics. But I'm going to move on to something I've literally just thought of because... It is really annoying. I mean, really annoying. And it is a sort of another pet peeve, really. In that, why is it that whenever you're in a rush or you're late or you're delayed, and you've got to drive somewhere, there are always delays. There are roadworks. There are red lights. There are tractors, milk floats, blimps, whatever's in the way. It's going to stop you. It always happens. It will be an SM micro driving at twenty. It'll be that you're driving to work at 8 o'clock in the morning and there's a tractor. It's always when you're running late. When you're really early, or you're on time, you're fine. But when you've got to be somewhere at 9 o'clock, and you're still stuck in traffic at 5 to 9. I mean, I always say that if I ever meet this sod and his law, I'm going to bloody throttle him. He's not helping it. He's not helping the situation with that. The traffic off the road, when I'm in a rush. You sh- I should I mean, I should put this in a m- massive calendar or something. I mean, I tweet enough about it, which you can, t- as I said, you can tweet me at witticisms of Ben. But enough about me. and know more about me because this is about me at the moment. So you yeah, know, needs must. It's always when you're late, or when you're late for a party, or late for a meet-up. Always roadworks. Even when you know you've driven down that same road earlier in the day. There weren't roadblocks then. But you're rushing now. So there definitely are now. It's all red lights. It's all slow cars. It's all people waiting at crossings. Not pushing buttons and deciding to walk just as you're going. See, I've done a circle of life there. Now, before I get to the final thing I want to rant about. What I will be doing is finding a news article about the topic either from a local because let's face it local news articles are usually the funniest but this is a story from Australia that has come out fairly recently about some rogue shopping trolleys. Basically a guy in a massive jag parked across three spaces in a in a supermarket car park and what people decided to do is chain six or seven trolleys around the car so they couldn't get out and now people are just maniacs when it comes to shopping trolleys i mean i've been run over by a shopping trolley in supermarkets many a time but my last thing which is my big rant my boiling point is the fact that people seem to use shopping trolleys wherever they like you go and th- um, where i live There's a covered shopping centre, and it's got a couple of big shops in it. Supermarkets or department stores that have trolleys. But these are the people who think, I've paid for this trolley. I've paid a pound. That's my trolley now. So you could be walking in Marks and Spencers or in Iceland and see these people, but they're pushing a Waitrose trolley. Now, I thought there was some security thing on these trolleys prevents them from being taken too far away from the shop oh no you see i'm thinking now nah, i'll pay for this tro-. or it's the people that think i'm not spending 20p on a bag when i could spend a pound on a trolley and take it wherever i want i, wh- I mean why just put the trolley back you've got access to another trolley you get your pound back some people they put a pound in They use one of those tokens i mean i have a token but i put the trolley back You don't walk around with it thinking, yes, this is mine now. My property now. And then they just dump it anywhere. Then you have to call the little man, probably called Malcolm, to come and get it. And he doesn't want to do that. Put their trolleys back where they're supposed to be. Don't take them for a walk. On a lead. You weirdos. It makes no sense. And that's it. That's my final topic of ranting. That's the thing that really grinds my gears the most. People wandering around shopping centres, pushing trolleys here, there and everywhere. I don't understand it. Not at all. But I have to draw some kind of conclusion from all of this. Conclusion is, I'm too rotund, I need to stop sweating. There needs to be more better-fitting clothes in shops. People should just push buttons at traffic lights. But never, ever, ever, trust a duck and that's it i hope you enjoyed this episode and listening to me rant about things that wind me up and grind my gears as i said my name is ben you can find me on twitter at witticisms of ben you can tweet the show at rantermeisters and i'll speak to you again soon bye